Broadcasting from deep within Angel Stadium, this is Angler Chronicles. Good morning, Southern California. From Joshua Tree to Dutch Harbor, from the Canadian wilderness to the Amazon jungle. Buckle up, because it's going to be wall-to-wall action on Angler Chronicles. Angler Chronicles is brought to you by Turner's Outdoorsman, California's fishing, hunting, and shooting headquarters since 1971. Van Warmer Resorts, Hotel Palmas de Cortez, and Hotel Playa del Sol. Fishing Syndicate Quality Custom Rods, get syndicated. Carne de Teresa, providing quality, handmade, marinated meats. Owner Hooks, perfection in hooks. Lake Elsinore, the city of Dream Extreme. And Bite on Fishing, where your next catch is only a castaway. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another installment of Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA. Well, I once again, I'm trying to fill little shoes. <laughs> we are missing our fearless leader and my friend and partner. But we have our in-studio guest right now. We have Mr. Andrew Mack. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everybody. And we have Mr. Believe It or Not in studio. You know, he never shows up when the regulars are here. But when I'm all alone, he's here for support for me, Mr. Tony Williams. Good morning, Ron. Good morning, everyone. Good to be back. It's been a, a great couple of months, couple of weeks. I'll tell you all about it. A lot of activity, a lot of events going on, and we got some great things planned for the next couple of weeks. I know there's a lot of really cool things going on in all the places up there getting ready for trout season. And last but not least, we can't leave our, our dear friend and always learn something when you go to his seminars. Uh, he's always out there fishing. I know he had a trip that he's been on, and he'll fill us all in. Mr. Steve Carson, how are you, sir? I'm doing great, Ron, and good morning, everybody. Fantastic. And then, as you know, we are, we've had a very heavy, heavy schedule, and we just got back ourselves. And uh, Little Shoes will be calling. I think Billy <laughs> Joe Bob will be calling in, and you know, we miss him terribly. Uh, we'll try to do the best we can, but uh, he should be calling in as well as a couple other people this uh, this morning. But let's get started with uh, Andrew and Tony. Uh, Tony, uh, what's going on out there? Yeah, Ron, well, good morning. It's good to be back. I mean, there's just so many events that we plan around, uh, you know, the season and and with this COVID-19 kind of lifting some of the regulations, some of the events are coming back. So, you know, we started out a couple weeks ago and uh, started, you know, producing, getting ready for some of the events that are coming up here in in Lake Elsinore. One of the things, you know, the fishing has been phenomenal all summer long. It's been hot. It's been a, it's a little bit warmer out there and we're starting to finally feel, uh, you know, a little relief from the, the uh, hotness out there. It's been in the probably 95 to hundreds and over the last couple of days, it's, it's been cooler. So we're starting to get those warm nights where it's perfect to go out fishing, like, you know, four or five o'clock. Cause as the sun starts to set around seven 30 now, you just, you get a little bit of that nighttime bite and you can fish until, you know, nine or 10, as long as you've got, uh, you know, some good visible, um, good, good visibility out there. But the bite's been pretty hot. The catfish are, are <laughs> I caught, I caught uh, three that were four and a half, five pounds last week, just float tubing and uh, using a combination of Mac baits. We had some night crawlers, um, bite on Cajun. And, you know, there's, there's just a ton of fish there. I've seen a lot of bass come out. There's some really good bass fishing. I've seen a lot of the guys, you know, they're, they're in, they're in the areas in the weeds and they're really working it. And, uh, you know, the, ever since the water came up last year, uh, there's a lot more weed action. So you're going to find a lot more uh, big bass, catfish, crappie, 
You've got uh, carp. I know, Andrew, you like to shoot those carp with the uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. bow and arrow. I hear they're really good uh, bow catchers. They're oh, really they love to catchers. eat arrows. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. love to eat them. And, of course, they've been stocking pretty heavy for the last few years, including you know thousands of pounds of wipers. They're still growing. They're not yet uh, the 18-inch size yet. And anglers, you know, we're reporting from um, Jonathan Skinner this morning, just kind of saying high and touching bases. Anglers still need to be patient and, uh, you know, want to make sure that, you're smart out there because if you don't have a uh, a way to see you know what size they are, you could get a ticket. So you got got to remain at 18 inches. The DFW is out there and educating, but writing citations. So definitely be smart. Oh, and then I, have, they, I, I don't mean to interrupt there, but how are the, how close are they getting? Have you seen any size in it yet? Have you anybody measured one? Because I, I can't wait. I've seen a couple of people post pictures, but they're nowhere near the size. They're probably about a hand hand size, regular hand. So I think they've got another year to go at least, but. You know they grow pretty fast, right, Steve? They grow what an inch, uh, an inch and a month. Under ideal conditions, they they can grow an inch a month in the lake. If you know uh, any individual fish might eat extra and grow faster, and another individual fish might uh, you know miss a few meals and grow a little slower. But yeah, that's the average. Yeah, so it's been it's been a good opportunity to get out there. I mean, there's a lot of boating activity. It's still still great season. Every morning, every night, we do a little uh, walk down by the jetty. That's over by the uh, the Diamond Stadium. And in fact, this Thursday, Mayor uh, Bob McGee he's he's also a big fishing angler. He's going to be doing this state of the city, and uh, he's going to feature a lot of the pictures of the summer stream extreme fishing derby that we had and uh, it's, it's all around just a really good opportunity to get out and continue to enjoy the lake uh, that we love so much but um yeah above and beyond that it's been it's been really great we actually went over to uh, mountain lakes last week did some catfishing and camping you know just a reset to get out there and you've been to mountain lakes recently haven't you yeah i was actually out there last week as well uh on uh on friday night um they're stocking continuous every week. Every Thursday, a thousand pounds are going in, uh, five hundred pounds, five hundred pounds on each lake. Um, the problem that uh, uh, that a lot of anglers are actually running into fishing in the daytime is uh, there's so many bluegill in the water. Right. So as soon as you throw, you know, shrimp, uh, mackerel, even uh, night crawlers, whatever it may be, uh, they're just they're picking apart the bait, you know. And you get guys. I, I was actually watching this guy. It's about five about five o'clock at night. And every time he would cast, he would set the hook within about 10 to 15 seconds. And he's, he's like, oh, man, he goes, I missed him again. And I'm just laughing. I'm like, I didn't want to say anything. I'm like, man, they're, they're bluegill. You know, and then uh, what's crazy is as soon as the sun goes down and it gets a little dark. Uh, the catfish bites on. Yeah, the, the bluegill stop and the catfish bite turns on. And, and you know the difference because it's like it's not just a little pick up and drop. I mean, these things hit and they take off hard. Um, one thing about catfishing, though, um, I do see people use uh the line way too thick um i usually use about eight maybe 10 pound max i know they're not really line shy but you know if i can go out there and catch a limit using eight to ten pound and then somebody next to me is fishing the same spot using the same bait and they get two bites you know all night uh definitely definitely want to go to uh something a little little less it's a yeah it's a right combination of you know like you said i mean catfish aren't aren't really you know line shy per se you know they're going to eat and especially when they're hungry mm -hmm. but i think ron we've been out there even at lake elsinore a couple of times we've just tried a different combination of different things to get the best setup and you know if you see a guy 
catching and your your bite's not as hot, definitely go out and ask him and see what what's going to help you change. It could be a smaller hook. It could be a different piece of bait. could be what they're using. The line is definitely, um, you know, part of that combination. But And speaking about Mountain Lakes, we're going to be up there uh, in November. We're doing a big trout tournament for them, for all the members and stuff. So that's one of our annual trout uh, pickups there. Love Mountain Lakes doing that. So we bring in some goodies and have a little tournament for the kids, and it should be should be pretty good. I'm looking forward to it. And what's cool about that, Tony, last time I was there, you know, I was actually sitting in on your uh, uh, your seminar. And uh, what I do notice, uh, you know, right when you start talking about trout fishing and your techniques, it's like everyone's sitting there watching you and they're learning. And then uh, from your seminar, they walk out to the lake and, and I, I notice that they catch more fish, you know, doing some of your, ticks, uh, your uh, tricks and techniques. Um, but, you know, definitely, you know, you know what helps during trout season is that uh, uh, that bite on red crimson. Everyone I know that use that stuff, they just they slay it out there. Yeah, it's been a fun time, <laughs> definitely fishing out there and using that product. I love seeing catch uh, people catch all the you know fish and tag bite on and all the bite on love out there. It's great, you know. It's just one one of the extra added things that you can do to really spice up your your fishing game. I mean, you're gonna use attractant. It smells like something great. It's like the underwater bacon scent. <laughs> the fish just follow it. They fall in love with it. So it's great to see all the all the people, just thousands of people, you know, posting over the years. And you know, thank you everybody for all the support out there. But we've got some great things coming out in 2022, and I'm excited about some events that we're finally getting off. Uh, we'll talk about in a minute here. Oh yeah, definitely. So now uh, from Mountain Lakes, we're gonna go ahead and switch over to uh, Santa Ana River Lakes. Uh, that place they have been con- they have been continuously stocking heavy, full truckloads of catfish. Uh, this week uh, they brought in uh, a couple tanks full of tilapia as well. Um, I mean these fish they're biting they're biting right away. Friday morning you're getting guys hooking up you know pretty quick. Uh, some days uh, uh, the mac bites are biting better than shrimp. Some days shrimp are biting better than mac bites. And then if you're trying to catch a tilapia, I would definitely recommend uh, going in an inflated night crawler. And let that thing float off the bottom, and you know, as those tilapia swim by, they're smacking it pretty good. I know there was uh, some pretty significant catches um, over there at Santa Ana River Lakes the past week or so. I did see one that was uh, that was definitely double digits. Um, but remember how Santa Ana River Lakes is uh, anything over 15 pounds, uh, typically you want to release it, and I believe that is the rule there too uh, for right, catfish. Right. So, I mean, you know, if you catch a big cat, take a good picture of it, you know, get it right back in the water, and, you know, you have a chance to catch it the next day, the next week, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but Santa Ana River Lakes, uh, they're definitely going to be stocking all the way up until trout season. Um, that's one thing that they do. I know uh, some of the other lakes, like uh, the Inland Valley Lakes, you know, like Guast, Eagle, and Helen, uh, they actually stopped uh, stocking catfish. Uh, September 2nd was the right. last one. And then they do about a month and a half or so transition, and then they bring in the trout, um, typically around like the first, second week of November. Uh, but Santa and River Lakes, they don't follow that routine. They go, you know, catfish, catfish, catfish. And then once that water hits a certain temperature, you know, Craig makes the phone call. He gets, you know, the, the trout to start coming in, and they come in heavy. I mean, you know, when, you know, when they stock trout, it's like, you know, we're not going to stock, you know, half-inchers or one-pounders. I mean, you know, they'll bring five-pounders, ten-pounders, and then, uh, you 20 know. Twenty-pounders. Twenty-pounders. That's if what we're If you want to go on. catch a big mm-hmm. fish, it's definitely. What's the, what's, have you caught one of those behemoths yet? Uh, yes. that uh, I've actually caught my biggest trout uh, from there. It was a 19-pound, three-ounce uh, rainbow. Okay. Um, I caught them on two-pound test. Two-pound? Yeah, two-pound. Uh, this Dang. is probably about. I don't know, 15 years ago or so. Right. Um, you know, when first yeah. started stocking those monsters. Well, how come yeah. You can't catch a trout. On I, caught oh, a mo- I caught a. I caught a. My <laughs> biggest one there at Santa Ana is 
21 and a half pounds oh. weighed after five hours. So I imagine <laughs> it was probably hours. maybe 22, maybe 23 pounds. I don't know. Believe it I don't or not, know. after all these years, you know, I love trout and stuff. I've never caught double digit ever. We're really? going to have to change that for you, Ron. Well, you know. Know, you know, we can either do Santa Ana River Lakes or head up to Palmdale Fin and Feather. You know, that's where it's at. Yes, that's <laughs> it, you know, and then, uh, you know, the old Irvine days. It was just oh, yeah. Monsters. I mean. Steve, how how long do you how, how long do you think that uh, if if you don't weigh it in right away, how long how, does it lose any weight, or do you think it kind of? St- well, fish definitely lose weight. I mean, if you're if you're concerned with uh, documenting your personal best, or could have had a world record, maybe even a record. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your biggest you know, trout, Steve? My biggest trout. I I have not caught any of those big. Uh, yeah, me neither. Uh, triploids. I've caught I've caught some good sized wild trout. In the, uh, you know, in the in the form of steelhead, um, you know, in the uh, in the 12, 14 pound range. Oh, but uh, well, as as many many times as I fished at Irvine Lake, it seems like uh, you know when the big ones were biting, I wasn't holding the rod; I was holding the camera. And uh, gosh, I, I documented <laughs> so many of them. And and also, you know, it it, it changes your your point of view. I documented so many of them going into the lake. You know, when the stocking truck was there and they were going in, and uh, some of those really, really big ones won't go through the chute, so you had to you had to scoop them out with a net and and put them in by hand. But uh, yeah, I just uh, you know I never caught one, yeah. not, not one of the big ones anyway. Yeah, me neither. You know, lots of uh, I can also remember being in just wide open bites on mm-hmm. uh, you know six to eight pounders. Which is a, a, a pretty remarkable fish in an urban type setting, but uh, but yeah, it just it just never happened for me. Yeah, you know, I have I have uh, two five pounders, and I'm proud of the one of them. I have a five pound, um, actually five point one one, brown trout. So wow, and it was up at Rock Creek up in Mammoth. But uh, my biggest trout is six pounds. So you guys have me by a long way. Well, you're looking at team two pounds. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, well let, let, let's beat that this year, pound. Ron. Definitely. So beat what that. else we got yeah. going, guys? Uh, yeah. So, uh, so we'll go ahead and uh, switch over to Palmdale Fin and Feather. Um, I know they just had their last uh, night fishing event uh, this past Saturday, and uh, uh, I was talking to Ed, uh, the the VP over there, and he said they stocked about four thousand pounds of catfish. It's definitely an extra heavy load, uh, but they did put a lot of bigger ones in there. Um, I know for uh, for the Derby, uh, the winner uh, actually caught a nine point six pound uh, catfish for first place. Um, they just had their derby as well. Um, and then uh, second place was 9.2. But then a couple days after that, you know, guys are pulling in 11, 12. I think one guy even had a 13-pounder. So there's definitely a lot of good catfish still swimming around in there. And uh, the occasional trout, actually, is still getting caught out there. Um, definitely on a boat. Uh, definitely, uh, you know, guys are trolling, uh, you know, in the deeper water. I mean, it doesn't get too deep out there, but, I mean, you know, for being in the middle of the desert and these trout, are, you know, they're lasting all year pretty much. It's pretty amazing. Um, but, uh, yeah, so other than that, we're going to go over to uh, uh, a lake that actually has uh, been pretty much on top of the trout fishing down in this way. Uh, that's definitely Big Bear Lake. Uh, oh, it looks like we need a break. Okay, so we'll we'll finish up with that real quick because we need we got a lot of salt to get into, and I'm sure that's what... Uh, uh, my partner and friend uh, Sergio will uh, will get into that, but um, this is Angels Radio AM830 KLAA and Angler Chronicles. We'll be right back.
Angels Radio. AMA 30. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing in Dana Point Harbor. Come check them out. Trips for anglers of all levels depart daily and kids fish free every Sunday. Enjoy clean vessels, full galleys, and friendly expert captains and crew. Everything you need for a great day of fishing for everyone, including a fleet of private charters. The Dana Wharf Kids Club is the coolest club of the sea, featuring free fishing trips, whale watching adventures, and more. Check them out on the web for daily deals, including the famous Half Price Tuesday. Dana Wharf Sport Fishing, number one angler's choice since 1971. That's Dana Wharf Sport Fishing and Whale Watching, located at 34675 Golden Lantern in Dana Point. You can contact them by phone at 949-496-5794 or on the web at danawharf.com. Daily adventures, lifelong memories, established 1971. Stay connected and follow them on Facebook and Twitter. Lake Elsinore is the action sports capital of the world. Stocked regularly with bass, catfish, crappie, and more. Lake Elsinore is the largest natural freshwater lake in Southern California and the destination for fishing. Whether you're looking for an extreme outdoor experience or a relaxing morning sunrise, start your next adventure in Lake Elsinore and stay at the new fully renovated campground, Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Find us online to follow all the action. I got a garage full of fishing tackle, and every time I get out on the water, I realize I forgot something important. But I never forget my life jacket. I make sure my buddies wear theirs, too. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AMA 30. Welcome back, everybody. And as you can tell by the music that I'm uh, picked it, so we're gonna. I, I just feel that coming in here, everybody's kind of. Uh, we got to get everybody pumped up and rock and rolling. But that's right. I love it. I love. Welcome when you back, pick the music. Angels Radio AM830 KLA, and this is Angler Chronicles. And and as we're finishing up here with the um, um, freshwater, I want to uh, say good morning to, uh, you know, Cliff. Hang in there, buddy. I like the clean look. You're looking great. The Angler Chronicles stickers there in the hospital. I think they love you for that, and I know we certainly do. Get better, my friend. All right. And a brighter note. Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna go ahead and go to Big Bear Lake and finish out the uh, freshwater report here. Uh, Big Bear. Um, it's unofficial, but what I'm seeing a lot of is people are saying that they stocked last week. Uh, they. Uh, this is gonna be for the Western Outdoor News Derby that's coming up October second and third uh, for the Trout Fest. And the reason why I'm saying it's unofficial because, you know, Big Bear, they don't announce when they stock. Um, but the quality of fish that are coming out of there right now is is definitely improved since since a long time. Uh, they uh, I've seen multiple fives, six, seven-pounders. I actually saw one guy uh, actually sent me a message with an eight-pounder uh, that he caught. So they're getting a lot of bigger fish right now. Um, the, with the warmer weather, uh, the fish are definitely going deeper uh, once the sun comes up. But if you're going to be uh, shore fishing, your best bet is uh, over there by what they call the famous Red House, uh, over by the dam and all that. Um, your best bites are going to be early in the morning or later in the afternoon uh, when the sun starts going down. If you're on a boat um, and you're trolling, I mean, you'll get them all day long. Uh, I've talked to a few people out there that actually live up there, and you know they fish there almost every day. And uh, what they're saying is uh, they're doing about two to three colors of lead core uh, mid-afternoon uh, with like a pink uh, flicker shad, 
Um, they're also trolling uh, Rapalas like a fire tiger um, or a uh, like a natural color. And then uh, with about a six foot, uh, yeah, about a six foot leader uh, rolling around two two miles an hour or so, and just kind of doing laps around the dam area, about by that red house over there by uh, Windy Point, uh, all the way over by Boulder Bay, and just doing a big circle. And they're getting multiple fish. Um, one guy I was actually talking to t- two days ago, he told me that he caught and released around 25 trout. Um, and what's cool about trolling is, you know, pretty much every time when you can, when you hook a trout, it's usually on the tip of the mouth. Uh, right there, you know, way it's real easy release, and uh, they swim away strong. So remember, uh, next week, October second and third, uh, Western Outdoor News, they have their uh, trout fest coming up, um, and I know they're giving away a boat. About I think it's about fourteen thousand uh, dollars for the boat. That's every everybody's qualified. If you enter the tournament, you don't even have to catch a fish, but you're still in it for the boat. So that's kind of cool. Wow, I'm gonna try that. I need a new mm-hmm. boat. <laughs> so. Um, what else you got? That's it, guys. Tony, you got anything? And I know that I want to cover real again about uh, Lake Elsinore. Uh, you know, if you go to, you can call Jonathan himself, you know, even put his number out there for everybody. That's pretty brave. Um, but you can call it uh, 951-674-3124, extension 266, and you can find out what's going on. Or you can go to Facebook, or you can go to www.lakeelsinore.org. So, with all that being said, now, um, Steve, do you happen to know when they start going barbless in, in up there in uh, Mammoth? Uh, should be right about now. I would I would have to look that up in the uh, in the regs to know exactly, but uh, it's coming right up. So, as they say, check your local regulations. Right, and you give them a call. You can call Mammoth Resorts, so you can call them. They all they're pretty uh, knowledgeable on what's going on in the area. So. Um, Andrew, I thought you said it was in November. Yeah, I believe it's uh, right after November fifteenth because that's um, that's usually the close of trout season. But since last year, when they opened up their new regs, where they pretty much opened right. every creek up, um, it turned into uh, uh, for the off season. I guess would be would be barbless and uh, catch and release for most areas. Perfect. Um, yeah, because uh, I know Ben and I are trying to plan a trip up there. And speaking of Ben, Ben's in North Carolina, I believe. Uh, I have no idea what's he doing in North Carolina, but he's in North Carolina. And uh, we're going to try to plan a trip. And, we're, you know, you guys are welcome to come up and, you know, we can plan something. Just let us know. And Tony will be talking to you about a contune at Convict and so on and so forth. <laughs> you know, Ron, um, what they actually have real quick up there in, uh, in uh, the Eastern Sierra is October 9th. Uh, uh, what is that, two weeks from now? The Bridgeport Fish Enhancement Foundation has their fall trout tournament. Um, it's on October 9th. Uh, they have uh, they tag trout, um, and then they have uh, what is it, five hundred dollars in cash and prizes. Um, so it's a pretty good event, and they usually put in some better fish. So you know you might be able to beat that five pounder. Well, you know, I go up there all the time, and Tony, me, Tony, and, and you know, quite a few people. And and you know, one of the secret spots is down there with the uh, water release, uh, Convict Lake. Down there's a pool down there. At the very back there. <clears throat> yeah, oh, yeah, and you can pull oh, uh, some. Um, I've seen an 11 pounder come out of there. Um, and there's usually always fish back in there, even when it's slow or really windy. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's down so low, but you know, there's a little secret places or hike up into the mountains up there at Rock Creek and stuff like that, and do some ice fishing. Uh, it's not really ice. The lake isn't completely thawed. Usually, about the opening because it's so cool up in the higher areas. But so don't you can stand pull some. It. Yeah, you can pull some really nice fish out of there. So. Oh yeah. All right. Now, uh, Steve, I understand yes, you sir. are on. Let's move and get salty now. 
Um, oh, yes, very salty. Yeah, very salty. <laughs> I know that you were on a trip. Uh, tell us all about it. What happened? Well, I was actually on two trips, but the first one was a three-dayer on board the Searcher with uh, uh, a nice group of Penn Fishing University anglers. And, you know, we hit a little bit of weather, so every single minute was not the most pleasant, but we had, we had the good and the bad on the weather. We had absolute flat calm. And we had, uh, you know, near gale, so that's what the open ocean can give you out at the Tanner Banks. You are not protected by anything. And uh, we had bluefin tuna around the boat pretty much all the time, not always biting. And we had a couple opportunities at the big ones. Uh, one night we had, you know, just a moderate snap on the, on the bigger grade fish between one, maybe 110 and 210. Mm. And uh, uh, when they're that big, you don't land them all, but we landed a few. And again, the biggest one was right about 210. Uh, the searchers got a, a very nice commercial beef scale on the deck, which is nice when you catch when you catch a fish like that. But uh, you can uh, you can visualize the uh, uh, the shortcomings of trying to weigh a really big fish in rough weather conditions it, it, it you know you kind of have to say okay the highest number that showed was this the lowest number that showed was this so you take right in the middle um but yeah but and then when, when you weigh them later on land you know you find that you that 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 system works okay so uh then you know during the day and that was all at night those the big ones and um then during the day we had a very nice grade of probably, you know, on the high end, 25, uh, on the low end, 25 pounds, on the high end, about 95 pounds, uh, biting on the fly line. Um, you get bit very well on the 30-pound test, needless to say, with that grade, uh, once again, um, you don't always land them all, and it, it was kind of an odd thing. They were biting it differently than I'm used to. And um, you got a fairly high percentage, even with the circle hooks, of uh, chew-offs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we still managed to land about 50 of those. And I did hook one. I hooked one that, you know, and I, I hate to give big one that got away stories, but I hooked one that was, you know, certainly in excess of 100 pounds, bought it for about an hour, and, uh, you know, that was destined to not, to not uh, work out. And then on the final day... We went after him a little bit with the kite, and because it was so rough and windy that day, the, the kite deployment was, was difficult, and uh, we, we managed to get really only one on the kite. That, again, was right around 210 pounds, so a beautiful fish. And then one of our other, one of our, our, our show's listeners, he might be out there listening right now. Uh, maybe you should have him call in if he is. Logan Flaxington. Um, who, who's been a loyal listener to the show for a long time, uh, 17 years old, managed to get a 158-pounder. Wow, that's awesome. Um, and catch this. He was using one of my uh, Penn International loaner rigs that I, that I bring on my Penn Fishing University trips, and uh, he brought that fish in backwards. It was tail wrap. Whoa, 158-pound wow. tuna tail wrap. In fact, I, in a minute here, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the picture up on uh, the Friends of Angler Chronicles Facebook page. So, so you know, and we, we caught a couple of yellowtail, 
you know, a couple other odd fish here and there, but but really we, we had about about um, 50 of those school-sized bluefin tuna under 100 pounds, and I think we had I, a total of eight that were over 100, and two of those were over 200. So hey. Hey. it wasn't, it was never wide open, but uh, that's pretty good fishing. Yeah, it sounds like it's pretty good. Tra- hey, Steve, um, in fact, let me give Logan the number. If you, Logan, if you're listening, it's uh, 714-2-83830. You know, give us a call, and we, you can hear about it, because that is truly amazing to bring it in tail-wrapped a fish, a fish that big. <laughs> yeah. um, but, Steve, you know, you do the uh, Penn Fishing University's I, I'm really, I've been to your seminars and I learned something all the time. So mm-hmm. you guys, when Steve tells you, hey, try this, try that, it's probably a pretty good idea you want to pay attention because we lose enough fish out there and you keep hearing this, the, all the uh, captains and the deckhands, make sure you bring in the right equipment. And Steve puts out a little flyer every now and then, I know, especially used to at the, the Fred Hall show, and it tells you what combos that are, are matched up and stuff. and. And when Oliver called, we'll go through some combos again because the fish are still out there and they're still biting. But, you know, Steve does run the schools and he does a great job. And I just wanted to throw that out there. You know, uh, for a gentleman, me and you and, and a few others that I know, bringing in fish that big, everybody's going, man, I can't do that. Yes, you can. It's all technique. Steve, show it. What kind uh, of- yeah, let's just say that I'm um, north of... Uh, Medicare age. We we all, we all mentioned how far north, but I'm north of it. And you know, and I've got a I've got a left shoulder that doesn't feel that good, and you know, and a right wrist that doesn't feel that good. But you, you know, when I hook these big fish, you know, you kind of go into the zone and make sure that you're you're balanced. Make sure you're wearing good footwear. Make sure you've got the rod. You know, and work it out ahead of time. That, you know the reel handle, the rod handle, the height of the rail, different boats, um, and I, uh, we'll get later to um, a couple days later uh, in the week. This week, I fished on board the Liberty, and you know the rail's different than the Searcher. The Liberty's not a long-range boat, so the rail's lower and it's narrower. Figure out you know where that all works. Um, if you're you know six foot four or you're Sergio size. All right. Hey, you Steve, know, hang on to that thought. Yeah. we got to go to break. This is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM830, KLAA. We'll be right back. I'm a cowboy on a steel horse I ride. I'm wanted. Angels Radio AM830. Ron, these sunglasses are nice. Yes, Sergio. Inferno USA Eyewear, they are great. They were created eight years ago to provide a far superior product with an unbeatable lifetime warranty. You like the burns. Machine billet aluminum frames, extreme wrap style sunglasses, and goggles all in one. They have removable foam inserts, they're polarized, and have polarized transitional lenses available too. The burn style is hands down the greatest wind in your face glass ever made. No wind, dirt, or debris in your eyes at up to 100 miles per hour. Simply put, they're awesome. I prefer the fuel style frame. They are made from TR90 nylon material that keeps them extremely lightweight and very durable. You won't even realize that you're wearing them. Tons of color options and polarized lenses available. The fuels also keep wind out of your eyes at very high speeds. Inferno USA Eyewear. They're nice sunglasses. No gimmicks, just quality construction and protection for your eyes. Inferno USA. Check them out and get yours at www.infernousa.com. That's www.infernousa.com. 
Hello, everybody. This is Captain Rick from the 85-foot luxurious sport fisher Ocean Odyssey. Departing from H&M Landing in San Diego, California, Ocean Odyssey is Angler Chronicles' number one choice in San Diego offshore fishing. Whether you are a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Ocean Odyssey is equipped with all your fishing needs. From five-star meals, state-of-the-art electronics, spray-brine fish hold, and spacious accommodations. Make Ocean Odyssey the number one choice for your next offshore fishing adventure. To make your reservation today, log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com or call Dina at 619-889-4535. Again, that's OceanOdysseyFishing.com or 619-889-4535. Ocean Odyssey is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. The perfect day is my family and I on the boat out on the waterway. I love it. Nothing but sun, snacks, fishing, and of course, life jackets for everyone. Save the ones you love. Life jackets save lives. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. And we will, uh, we're having a little bit of difficult if... Can somebody call Sergio? You guys have his number? Give him a call. He's having a problem getting through, and then we'll have a special guest uh, from Marina Del Rey calling in as well. So, Steve, go ahead and continue. Well, yeah. So um, the, the, the trick of catching the big fish is, uh, you know, um, I hate to say it, a little bit of zen. Because if you think, uh, even if you're a 25-year-old professional athlete, a 150 or 200 pound bluefin tuna is way stronger than you are. And if you're, you know, an office worker or um, a petite woman or even just a, a veteran class angler, as we put that gently, like you and I are, um, you've got to beat that fish with your brain because you're not going to beat him with your body. Absolutely. And uh, again, figure out, uh, you know, uh, you know, pull a little bit um, on the rod up near the bow in the midships and back in the stern. You're going to be standing in a different way. Um, I know a lot of people will underneath their, uh, you know, uh, you can wear them over your pants, but they look a little weird. Um, they wear knee pads because it's, it's quite common to go down on one or even both knees at certain points in the fight in order to get uh, the proper amount of leverage. And, you know, the, the deck is not that comfortable, so, you know, uh, so the knee pads can help. Um, I personally wear gloves. And then here, well, my, my little extra trick, because uh, the Super Braid line, some people call it Spectra, or as I always correct Sergio and say, the gel spun polyethylene Super Braid line, <laughs> uh, likes to cut your thumb when you're level one. <clears throat> So what I put on is, do um, uh, you know what KT tape is? That that uh, tape that like uh, on the uh, the Olympic volleyball team, they've yeah. got this tape like all across their back and down their arms and all yeah. over the place. They make that so it's really miraculous stuff, and it's not a plug for them or anything. You know, you just buy it at you know at the drugstore. They have little strips of that that are made for your heel to keep you from getting blisters in your shoe. What just so happens. Those little strips fit exactly around your thumb. And so I put one of those around my left thumb, and it's, this stuff is close to bulletproof. And, uh, you know, all those little ergonomic things, making sure 
ahead of time that you've got it all worked out because when you've got the biggest fish of your life uh, hooked up, uh, that's not the time to be going, oh, man, uh, you know, I'm in bad shape. And, and especially if you're not good at setting your drag or, or where the adjustments are, have that worked out ahead of time because when you've got that biggest fish of your life hooked up, that is not the time to go, I wonder what this little button does. That is just not the time. So um, it, it, it's amazing how big of a fish you can catch with modern fishing tackle, but you're not even with the most modern, even with the heavy, heavy kite gear with a 50-wide reel and a, and a 3X heavy rod, the fish has still got all the advantage unless you have worked it out ahead of time. And I should also add, the other trip I was on um, later in the week was a... Uh, the Warriors on the Water trip uh, with the San Diego Anglers Foundation on board the Liberty. And uh, we did not go for glory. We did not go after tuna. We just went out to the Coronado Islands, and we got uh, a couple spots with wide-open fishing on Big Benita from 8 to 12 pounds, a couple spots with wide-open bass. Uh, Chad was on board the boat. Uh, I don't know if he's listening. Maybe he'll call in. Um, Wide-open on the bass, uh, you know, a nice little sprinkling of uh you know rockfish sheephead whitefish this that and the other thing and we did manage to catch two yellowtail but completely rewarding in another way to be to be helping those guys and and i think there was one gal uh out and uh they just want to be out on the water and uh and and have a good time and pretty much every one of them went home with a you know a limit of 10 something in their bag so it was, uh, you know, no giant fish. I think our biggest fish was about a 12 or 14 pound yellowtail, and uh, we had a couple of bonita almost that big. And um, no giant fish, but just as rewarding as you know, as seeing Logan. I don't know if Logan is even listening. Seeing Logan reel in that 158 pounder was pretty cool, also. But but pretty much equally rewarding, uh, you know, when you're out there and you see those kind of things going on. Well, yeah, you know, and technique is, you know, everybody looks at me, you know, and I'm, I'm old. I'm not ashamed to admit it because I'm better. I'm as, as like wine gets better with age. <laughs> but um, the technique is so important that you can't win. And we had, we had little David catch a 210-pounder, and he weighs 110. It can be done. Uh, you just got to know the techniques, and that's why it's really important that, you know, you come on the Angler Chronicles schools or you go on the Penn Fishing Universities, you know, the trips that Steve puts out. You, you're going to learn a lot of stuff, plus to mention the gear. they have. We have loaner stuff to hand out, and we have stuff that we can show you, the best quality things that you can use. But for whatever reason, we still have people that will not do certain things. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but we need to go right now. We have, uh, believe it or not, <clears throat> we have uh, Rick Offinger from uh, Marina Del Rey. Can you go ahead and queue up, Rick? And we have a, a special guest as soon as we can get him up. We actually have Bruce Wayne, Batman, <laughs> a.k.a. Sergio, calling all the way from Los Barrios at the Van Warmers Resorts. Nice. Uh, Rick, can you hear me? Good morning, everybody. Good morning. How are you today? Sergio, can you hear us? I'm Batman. There he is. There he is. So, Good morning, everybody. I just wanted to know, good show so far this morning, and um, it, it's, it sounds really, really good. Before we get to Rick, I just want to say a couple of things real quick. Uh, Tony, 
never let the truth get in the way of a good fishing story. Sounds like your big trout gained weight all those hours <laughs> after being caught. Uh, Andrew, it, it have an awesome weight. wedding, brother. Oh, thank you. Have an awesome <laughs> wedding. Okay. Thank you. You took my today. thunder, darn it. Okay. Uh, okay, and then a big, huge, <laughs> obviously a big, huge hug and well wishes and thoughts to our dear friend, uh, Cliff. You just hang in there, brother. We're good. All right, so we've got Rick Effinger uh, on the line here. Very dear friend. I've known this guy for close to 20 years. And, and Rick, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and what's going on? Can Rick hear me? Hey, Rick, can you hear Sergio? I don't hear anything. Okay, so hey, this is Riff okay, Effinger from uh, Marina Del Rey Sport Fishing. Uh, Rick, go ahead and tell us what you do, what you are, and what we need to do. Well, we're in Marina Del Rey Sport Fishing, and uh, you know, made the sport fishing landing up here in the marina, as everybody well knows. And uh, red half day and three quarter day primar- primarily, uh, you know, sport fishing trips. But we're all up against this mandate by the by the state to put these engines in our boats to repower with stuff that, you know, to get cut right to the chase, the technology does not even exist for what they're telling us to do. Uh, we're doing our best to fight against this thing. There's a lot of, you could bore you with details and things and talk for ages. I'd better talk about fishing myself. But bottom line is the state wants to tell us to put stuff in our boats. It's not even available. And given the current technology, we're available it would put into you know just it wouldn't work in any in probably 80 percent of our boats you'd have no more for example from what i understand wood boats no more searchers sport kings uh new lowlands pit fires none of these boats are made out of lumber i guess would even fit or work just because of inherent fire hazard with these uh, with these systems yeah, I understand. I understand the systems get really warm. I mean, they get really hot. So that that does make a lot of sense. And you know, we had uh, Donna Calise from uh, uh, Dana Wharf call in, and she told us that they would have to add forty feet to the sum fund just in order. So <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? So you know, and I know that you have your your boats out there. Um, it, what kind of cost are you looking at? I have. You know, it's astronomical. And let, you know, the state would have to provide you with these engines. It, the people couldn't afford to do it. They also have to pay for the retrofitting. But it, it just—it doesn't make sense to put this equipment in these boats, especially when it's probably not even for the amount of pollutants that we admit. I don't think that the effort is is worth it. Right. It, it's pretty amazing, um, Sergio. You got any questions? Is it, Sergio, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, um, Sergio, go ahead and ask the question, and I'll relay it to Rick because they can't hear each other. So, okay. Well, um, my, my thoughts is this, and this is a thing that we've been fighting now for uh, quite a few weeks. Uh, we're trying to fight the cause here, and we need everybody, everybody, just to go to safefishing.org, I believe it is, um, or is it .com? Uh, somebody do the, uh, uh, the checking for me. But you need to sign the petition because this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard, requiring our boats to have motors that have not been invented yet. It doesn't make any sense. A lot of things doesn't make sense these days, but that's the most ridiculous thing. So um, it's important to pay attention 
if you like to fish on party boats and this is going to go even further it's going to go from party boats to private boats and then what are we going to do uh we, we've heard the nightmares of what it would take uh the costs involved you're looking probably two to three million dollars for them to replace these boats these small and, and I, I have to say this they're mom and pop shops you know they, who can put out that kind of money and they're asking they're telling them we'll give you a five-year loan well think about it four or five million dollars three or four you know over <laughs> over that amount of time these fishing boats don't make that much money okay so what are they supposed to do so this is something uh, ridiculous somebody just woke up in the wrong side are we still here yeah hang on rick sergio's yeah. uh, saying um yeah, okay so um so so basically um ask rick uh what action points he, or action items he wants us as listeners as fishermen to do in order to help fight this cause okay okay rick you know i know you two can't hear each other but uh you need to put out there what action do you want us to do as as anglers and what do we need to do where to do it and where to go well the most efficient anybody think anybody can do is and i honestly i can't believe i heard they're delivering twenty thousand petitions to sacramento this week i can't believe they've only got twenty thousand signatures what the heck is going on what you have to do is you have to go to safefishing.com sign the petition fill it out properly and submit it because you know these guys listen to numbers they listen to voices everybody's got to do that it doesn't matter if you're a dock fisherman, a pier fisherman, a lake fisherman, because this stuff all flows downhill. And mm-hmm. just because it affects one person a day doesn't mean they're not going to come back to you with something very similar in the very near future. We're all in the same boat here, so to speak. And uh, it's just so important that everybody get involved. It's so simple to do it. Done. It takes a couple of minutes. All of our boats have the have the. Uh, have the, the sheets on them where they just scan them and sign right on the spot hey, hey rick can you hold on just a second stay with this we gotta go to break and um I'm on. i'll come all right i'll come right back to you this is angler chronicles on angels radio am 830 klaa we'll be right back Hi, everybody. This is Danny Jackson, producer of award-winning Angler Chronicles Television. The very best in sport fishing action is Angler Chronicles TV, seen weekly on Valley Sports West. Each week, Sergio and crew take you on an action-packed fishing expedition from Baja to Alaska and throughout the Southland. Angler Chronicles Television airs five times weekly, starting at 8.30 Sunday mornings on Valley Sports West. Visit anglerchronicles.com for details. The original hookup baits are the most versatile and effective artificial baits to hit the water. With sizes from 132 to 4 ounces in 12 fish catching colors, this pattern design uses only the highest quality of materials, owner hooks, and are proud to be built in the USA. The original hookup baits have made it easier to match the hatch when chasing that fish of a lifetime. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops to get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph, and release. 
Attention anglers, Angler Chronicles chooses Fishing Syndicate. Custom quality rods, the manufacturers of the latest in fishing rods. The perfect combination and blends of high-end graphite and glass fibers that make the lightest, most sensitive, and powerful rods available on the market. See what the buzz is all about and get syndicated. Fishing Syndicate, the rod choice of the Angler Chronicle crew and other industry experts and leaders. Check them out at fishingsyndicate.com and see why they're the chosen rod of the AC crew. Light, sensitive, powerful, FS style. Fishing Syndicate, a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles. Angels Radio, AM 830. All right, everybody, welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. And on the line, we have Riff Offender from uh, Marina Del Rey Sports Fishing, and we also have Bruce Wayne, aka Sergio, from Los Brillas at the Van Warmers Resorts. But we're having a problem going back and forth on the radio. So, Rick. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, we only had twenty thousand signatures. That's what I was told. Okay, I. That's what I. That's what I heard. If that's and, the uh, case, people, we have nobody to blame but ourselves if we don't get moving on this. And you know, I know we have more than twelve listeners out there. So, you guys need to listen to what's happening here. This is going to become. First of all, you're going to put a lot of people out of work. We're, we're and you're going to have to be really wealthy in order to go fishing. And, you know, fishing, it's one of the coolest things in the world to do. Uh, and I don't i don't get it. Get out there. And, uh, Rick, go ahead and once again tell us about what we need to do and how well, often. Yeah, what you need to do is everybody needs to sign the petition and send, and submit it. It's if you haven't got a, got a, uh, a smartphone, just take your flip phone, write a letter. You can scratch one sentence. And mail it to Governor Newsom, State Capitol, Sacramento. Dear Governor Newsom, I oppose the carb regulation for the being uh, put on the sport fishing charter boats in California. Scratch your name, address on it, stick a stamp on, and mail it. Okay, that's if a that's a new one. Phone, that's a new one, Rick. That we heard. Oh, yeah. Say that again. Oh yeah, you can write a letter to the governor. Anybody can do it. Right. Just address it to the guts, Governor Newsom, State Capitol, Sacramento. One sentence. We, I oppose this regulation that's being imposed on the sport fishing boats in California by the, by the California Resources Board or something like that. One sentence, sign your name, your address, your phone number, lick a stamp or stick a stamp and mail it. But the best way to do it is to, of course, scan it, electronically submit to the petition at savefishing.com. Go to the website or just scan it on any boat or any tackle store or wherever you go should have the petition there. Sign the petition, get your name out there, get heard, because numbers count. Yeah, they, they certainly do. And, you know, it just, uh, you know, everybody, uh, you know, we had our chance to, you know, do away with a couple of things here in California, and we didn't do it then. And this is one thing that we will not. Come on, people, you need to get up there, get out there and do it. If you're thinking, well, my vote doesn't count, or it, it, it does, you know, um, who knows, maybe that, Two twenty thousand and one person is all it takes to flip the scales. Yeah, to to say, well, you know what, this is really serious, and it is really serious. I mean, this this is serious. This is gonna is just it's gonna destroy if it comes to pass. Sport fishing, public sport fishing, party sport fishing in California, and there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it because we can't comply. Many of us can't comply. It's just not feasible to do it. You know, they say, well, go out and build new boats. So let me tell you something. 
I built a new boat a few years ago, a little 45-foot charter boat. That little boat, bare bones, was down near a million dollars. So, yeah. the, you know, you finance something like that, you know, you'll never pay it off. It's not practical to build new boats. The cost is too expensive. Yeah, that, that, so, that's really, you know. Um, and, and, you know, the thing is, the hypocrisy of this, the ridiculous of it, just in the Santa Monica Bay here two days ago, there were 10 container ships drifting out there, burning that Chinese diesel, spewing that fume into the air, stacked up waiting to get in L.A. Harbor. The amount of exhaust emissions that those ships put in the air combined, I'll bet you exceeds what our whole fleet sticks out in a year. I, I agree. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Um, you know, and, and just re- think about one thing, everybody out there. They're doing this to the, uh, you know, party boats, eventually in the charter boats we are it's going to roll down to the smaller boats as well and i know there's a lot more than twenty thousand private boat owners out there you know get up off the couch get to your you don't even have to do that just open your phone go there safefishing.com go ahead rick i'm sorry i'm I'm really upset you know that was a really good point about the private boaters you know what catching live bait is a very expensive proposition and every bait company in the coast depends primarily on Sport fishing charter boats, party boats for their for their main source of income. So if you think that just because you can't your Parker or your or your Grady White or whatever you fish isn't going to matter, it does because the bay boat companies, some of these guys are going to go under. Yeah, I, so it's not going to be it's not going to be as easy as pulling up the bait receiver and getting a scoop of bait for. Uh, if you have, if they haven't got somebody to feed them, pay for the nets and all the maintenance on the boats, so it's just everybody has to work together on this. We're all in the same boat. This right. uh, shouldn't matter your politics or anything. It should just be a matter of common sense that you got to attack these things one at a time and knock them down. Because as soon as this is over, there's going to be something else. We're going to have to get involved in that. It's just the way it is now. Right. You know, you know, Rick. Uh, you're right when you say everyone has to work together. Um, you know, just because uh, let's let's say you know you're fa- you're a family of five. You know, and uh, you know the dad only fishes. He took his son out twice. You know, whatever it may be. How come the whole family can't sign up? How come the family can't call their immediate family, their family, and their family, and all sign this petition? It's like the more signatures, the better. And it's like you just got to get the word out of you. You know, I was just at I was just at a family thing this last weekend and I did exactly that and it, and everybody in my family did it right in front of me cuz I made them do it and that was 14 people. So now if everybody else did that, mm-hmm. that's a great point, Andrew. Yeah. A lot of people, I don't know why people are afraid to sign a petition. Uh, it's been like that for years, you know. Right now there's, there's a thing about homeless housing here in Rainy Del Rey and there's, there's a petition to try and keep them putting it right here in Fisherman's Village where he run out of. And people are afraid to sign it. You should have no, they, they won't sign it. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, well, and you know, they're, they're all thinking big, bro- they're all looking at Big Brother and stuff like that. And I understand that. But you know what, guys, they're not coming after you. They can't, you know, uh, just yeah. get out there and sign it. Um, Rick, give us some information about the landing, okay? And we'll, you know, what you do, how many boats you have, you know, how often. Yeah, I haven't spoken to the show in a few years, so, but we have five five boats here, half-day and three-quarter-day boats. We have the Betty O, the Spitfire, New Del Mar, our primary uh, open-party boats. And we have Dawn Patrol, Tourist, and Tortuga, our primary charter boats. And uh, 
we're just a classic sport fishing landing here in Mini Delray. We have live bait receiver, live bait operation, and uh, you know, we do it just like everybody else. We're yeah. kind of unique in the fact that we don't have an office here. Uh, after all these years, all your transactions are handled right aboard the boats, but uh, from Dock 52 on Fiji Way. But you can check us out anytime you want at the mdrsf.com or give us a, a jingle at 310 or uh, 822. 3625 or you can spell it out at 822 doc d-o-c-k this is pretty good right now it, it's really good for, for, for uh, locally here not much in the way of surface fish been kind of a dismal year overall as far as bonita and, and you know pelagics but pretty good little grab on the bass from time to time and there are a lot of sculpting and rockfish going on and it's a you know, it's a good time to get out yeah, it is. Um, don't go anywhere yet, Rick. Uh, Sergio, do you got any questions you want me to ask Rick, or you got anything to say? No, I think he covered everything, and uh, I'm really disappointed I couldn't uh, speak to him directly. But let me tell you what. Everybody, like Juan said, like Rick said, needs to talk to whoever they need to talk to. And I can't believe, I'm really disappointed as well, that we only have 20,000 signatures. That, that's ridiculous. There's a lot more fishermen than that. So, there has to be a big push. If not, you can kiss this whole thing goodbye. And, um, you know, you just won't be able to get on a party boat. It just won't exist. So uh, wishing my absolute best. Thank him for calling in. And um, just keep fighting the fight. We will support in any way that we can. Okay. Rick, Sergio said, you know, he, he's disappointed just like everything. You know, like we are, you know, 20,000 signatures. is really disappointing. Um he gives you his best. Keep pushing forward. Keep fighting, and we're going to be here to support you. And Rick is gone. So, Rick, thank you very much, and uh, we will uh, talk to you later. Uh, Sergio, anything else? Uh, they it, Rick just dropped. So, Ron, let me yeah, okay. Hold, hold on, Danny, go ahead. Steve, Steve. Can you hear me? I don't know if he can, but I just added uh, to the Friends of Angler Chronicles Facebook page. A couple of different articles uh, that give information on on the overall picture and a direct link to the petition that you can do an online signature on. So it's all right there at Friends of Angler Chronicles Facebook page. Okay. Um, that was Steve Carson, everybody. And we do have Rick back. Rick, you back? We're back. Okay. So uh, you had dropped that Sergio wanted to make sure I gave you his best, and we miss you. Um, you know, we got to get together and do something again. Um, we got 20 seconds here before we go to the break. Uh, I, I just want to thank you for calling in. Keep pushing forward. We're going to do it from our end. We'll keep it on everybody. And I think Andrew hit it for me. Just start telling your family. Just start telling everybody to do it. Rick, are you yeah. going to have petitions on your boat? Every boat's had a petition on it for since okay. it came out. All right. Everybody all right. on the boat. Okay, Thanks we got to guys. We got okay. everybody. And we'll see you soon. All right. This is Angels Radio AM830 KLA Angel Chronicles will be right back. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. All right, everybody, welcome back, and everybody knows what that music means. The man, the myth, and he is a legend in his own mind, and he has the coolest koi pond in his backyard. <laughs> and if you just go back there and listen and watch, it's so tranquil, it's incredible. <laughs> of course, I'm talking about the jig slinger himself, 
the sheriff, Mr. Danny Jackson. Hey, well, good morning, Ron. Thanks, thanks so much, Steve Carson, Andrew, Tony. And do we have Sergio on the line there, uh, Ron? Bruce Wayne, a.k.a. Sergio, yes. <laughs> good well, morning, Danny. Uh, Sergio, I'll tell you this. I've been I've been keeping up with your, you and your trip, you and Rhonda and, and the others, and John on uh, your Facebook page and Anger Chronicles and your personal. And, boy, you're getting a variety of fish. It was so nice to see Rhonda capture her first um, marlin catch and release, of course. And... Uh, I'm just glad you guys are having such a great trip, and I'm looking forward to uh, all of us putting together a great episode, Sergio. Yeah, I know, Danny. And I don't know, can Danny hear me? I wonder if you can hear me there, Ron. I don't know. Uh, can you, Okay, Sergio, go ahead and say something. Yeah. Say hi, right, Danny. So, yeah. Good morning, Danny. <laughs> Danny. Right. So, yeah, no, it's been really, really good. Let him know uh, the magic words to any um, producer, and that is, I think we got ourselves an episode. Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, with all the fish you guys are getting. Danny, can you hear Sergio? No, I cannot, Ron. Okay, cannot. he he just says that uh, they've caught so many fish that they think they have an episode. So knowing him and knowing John, <laughs> I guarantee you they have an episode. <laughs> oh, you know, they have an episode in two-thirds, I guarantee you. You bet. <laughs> you know, it was a what? Well, I'm just... Uh, it was 14 months before we put out another one, and, you know, we're starting to roll out new episodes, and, and uh, Danny does such a great job, and, of course, John and Sergio. You know, we couldn't do it without you three guys, so go Actually, ahead, Danny. we couldn't do it with Rhonda on this show. Well, yeah, yeah. We, we've got a lot. Of, uh, I don't want to talk over Sergio there, but. Go ahead. You're all, you're you're on the floor. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, no, we have a lot of new product coming out uh, on Angle Chronicles television line, and and I'm just glad to be a part of it. And um, yeah, it's it's really good. You know, we 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 were on a little hiatus there, you know, because of COVID and and other and restrictions uh, pertaining there too. So, but no, we're on a roll. We've got like ten in the can. We just got, came out with one new one there on the tuna war six. But of course, this trip that uh, Sergio is making right now at East Cape, that's going to be a good one. And gosh, you've got the Cedrus episode and. And, and a lot of others. I don't have a list in front of me here, but uh, we've got about 10 brand-new episodes that everyone can uh, be looking forward to. So I'm just glad, to, again, to see uh, Rhonda get to Marlin. You know, funny with Marlin, I've got probably 100 Marlin on video. I've never caught a Marlin. <laughs> I've never caught one. I, I've got a lot of them on video, but um, they're pretty awesome. They, and they're getting these big jacks. He's Jack Cravel. I, I I love those fish. I've caught a, a bunch of them in Panama, and uh, they're 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 just tough, pound for pound. Those jacks are tough fish, and I know they're getting a lot of those. And so anyway, it it's all good. I'm just um, you know I've been listening to Rick and you guys talk about the 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 save fishing thing. That that you know I've been talking with Corby. You know my son Corby about that. He's concerned, uh, very concerned about it. You know, he's a commercial fisherman, but he's concerned about it too. You know, this this could put a lot of people out of business. And I I did sign the petition, and um, I don't know, at, at twenty thousand. I hope it's two hundred thousand. You know, it, that's where it should be. So. Well, anyway, it's you, all good. Uh, huh? Well, you heard everybody. You know, they said that now all the boats have petitions and all that stuff. So, you know, it, with all the people that get out there and go fishing, we should increase that quite substantially here now. And um, 
I actually asked uh, one of the landings to get me uh, bring it to Taco Tuesday, which is next week, uh, uh, petition so we can get it going here as well. Yeah, right. Well, th- that's good. We we need a lot more. And uh, anyone thinks their voice isn't heard in Sacramento, well, they're wrong. It's it's heard, and and the the, the more the merrier. We've got, we've got to get them in there and 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 save all this. These these this ridiculous. Uh, I mean, it's it's ridiculous what they want to do to the sport the sport boats and and you know what the, all of us that fish uh, private boats like you know of course Sergio are, and I are in the Freedom Boat Club members you know it's going to take everyone you, uh, Rick even mentioned that you know it's not just uh, uh, these the, the big sport boats it's going to be everybody eventually and. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. You know, um, and everybody, I forgot to tell you, uh, Steve Carson posted some stuff up about this on uh, Friends of Angler Chronicles, so you can go out there, check out the links, and get take care of it. Uh, Steve, yeah. go ahead and go ahead and tell them what you did, Steve. Well, yeah, I just uh, uh, a put a couple different articles, uh, just with general information on them that give an idea of what the regulation is, why it will be virtually impossible for the, the landings to comply. And again, having dealt with uh, CARB, that is California Air Resources Board, in the past on things that, that intersect with fishing, you wouldn't think that CARB intersected with fishing, but they do. And in the past they did with the MTBE additive to gasoline uh, uh, from about 10 years ago. They do not care if nobody ever fishes again. That would be just fine with them. So uh, as far as the car people, the whole thing is falling on deaf ears. That's why we have to go above them, go another pay scale higher, and sign that petition. And I did put a a direct link to the sign the petition electronically, of course, uh, right there at Friends of Angler Chronicles Facebook page. But if you just want to... If you've already signed it, you want to read a little bit more about it, or you want to read a little bit about it before you actually sign, that's all good. I put a ton of information there, and uh, it's all right there. Perfect. Thanks, Steve. You know, um, tell your family to do it as well. Um, Danny, go ahead, and I will not interrupt you anymore. No, 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 that's that's fine. That's about it. I I did have a, a quick trip yesterday with, with my son, you know, Corby, of course, Ron, and and uh, we we went out of Freedom Boat Club in one of the Defiance pilot houses. We fished. Uh, it was just grease weather yesterday. Just just grease. We didn't fish long because Corby had to get back home. But we fished west of the 150 in some deeper water. Got some nice reds. It was it was just great to get some reds and a few bocaccio. We didn't limit out by any means uh, on the on the full uh, you know 10, 10 limit uh, fish. But but the fish we did get were quality. So anyway, it was a lot of fun yesterday. You got some good sardines there from Nacho's Barge, Long Beach Bay Company. So it's all good. We're all fishing. And and, uh, but let me get to tomorrow's episode. Um, it's a good one. It's kind of a fan favorite. Uh, first of all, at 8 o'clock in tomorrow morning, you'll see uh, once again, one last time there for now, Dave Marciano there at Palma State Cortez, Van Warmer Properties. That's a great episode. Then uh, at... Um, Starting at 8.30 tomorrow morning, Bally Sports West. Don't forget, same same channel, same uh, time as everything as it was on Fox. But at 8.30 tomorrow morning, we're going to be running the Catalina Getaway uh, with um, Sergio, Brand McLaughlin, of course, Mike Nguyen, and Chris Bonin, the gang, and, of course, 
our good friends Mike Lane and Scott Pestel. Uh, Catalina Island, a variety of fish. You know, you, it's year-round fishing there, and this is a great episode. That'll be at 8.30 tomorrow morning, and it'll run five times during the week as, as it normally does, Ron. So just uh, it's great to be a part of uh, Angle Chronicles. I'm thrilled with it. Glad we got more new programming coming out on AC television. And uh, so that's about it, Ron. Well, you know, I just want to tell you thank you for everything you do, and it's always a pleasure. And I know Sergio, you know, feels the same way. We could not have done this or started this without you, and we will always be grateful and thank you uh, for what you've done. Well, it's my pleasure. I've had, I've, it, it's, a, it's a labor of love. I can guarantee you that. I, I love what I'm doing with Angler Carnival's television. So everybody have a great weekend, Ron, and everybody there in your studio, and my good friend Steve Carson. Thank you, Danny. Thanks, Danny. Okay, we'll All see right. you guys. Go ahead, Sergio. Okay, well, listen, a great episode uh, tomorrow. If you guys like uh, talk about fishing, it's at its best. Okay, so uh, really big fish, good stuff. You know, I don't know what's happening. I can um, have, have uh, did Danny sign off already? Yeah, Danny's gone. Okay, Steve, have Steve say something. Say something, Steve. I, I'm still here. I can hear Sergio barely. Uh, okay, I can barely, I can barely hear Steve. I, I just don't know what's happening with these songs today. But um, anyway, so um, the, the point being, and, and you know, I don't want to hammer this to death, but if, if you guys like to go fishing and you like to be able to take your kid, or you just want to go out and, and catch some of these behemoth tuna, um, you're gonna have to get on a party boat, okay, or a private boat. And the way this is shaping up, you're gonna have neither. So. Um, Unfortunately, that's the way California is going. But you know, we're voters, and and, and we're here, and we can say no. Uh, I don't have a problem with making things greener, but I do have a problem asking uh, these boat owners uh, that that support us, okay, um, get a, a motor that they, doesn't exist. That, that's the ridiculousness of this. So, I mean, if, if they actually were invented and they were ready to go, okay. You know, you can make some argument for it, but there isn't. And, and that's what I don't understand. They're going to put a mandate out there, but there's no solution. So mm. that's what gets me. Well, what, okay. I, what so, I don't... Sergio, Ron, Sergio, um, uh, Rick made a really good point that I had not thought of before, but it's so going to be so key. If you are if you are a private boater, you never fish on party boats, you just okay. assume the party boats were out of your way. Right. Sitting on your spot. Okay, guys, we got to go to break. Really we got to go to okay. break. And hold that thought, Steve, okay? This is right. Angler Chronicles right. on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. We'll be right back. Radio. AMA 30. Looking for the ultimate outdoor recreational experience? Look no further than the city where we dream extreme. Lake Elsinore, home of the new Launch Point Recreation Destination and RV Park. Experience next level camping with the best amenities available. Full hookup sites, vintage trailers, themed yurts, a swimming pool, splash pad, outdoor dining, and a spacious community hall. Adventure starts here. Reserve your spot. For more information, follow Launch Point on Facebook and Instagram. Relax, play, stay at launch-point.com. 
Fishing fanatics will love a value-packed membership in Freedom Boat Club. For only a one-time entry fee and low monthly dues, you can access offshore fishing boats, walk-arounds, bow riders, pontoons, and cruisers at Freedom Boat Club of Huntington Beach and San Diego, plus 950 boats at nearly 100 locations nationwide. Hook up with Freedom Boat Club and get three months free on all new memberships. Call 888-781-7363. That's 888-781-7363. Or cruise to freedomboatclub.com for details. Angels Radio. AM 830. All right, everybody. Welcome back to... Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM830 KLAA. And, you know, let's go ahead and kill, cue up Captain Rick Scott. Good good morning, Rick. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Did they, did they ditch you? Did they who? Did they ditch you? They left? Leave you there to do the radio show while they're all out having fun? Oh, yeah. They're all at Van Warmer Resorts just, you know, hanging out Rhonda's catching marlin they're catching roosters <laughs> you know they're catching tuna they're catching jack crevals you know stuff like that and i'm here with the two most beautiful beautiful people. looking yeah, men i've ever seen in my life <laughs> at the best stadium in the world yeah. angel stadium it, it's it's it sounds like it's time to ask for a raise <laughs> that's really a really big yeah. raise uh-huh can rick, rick can you hear me rick can you hear sergio Say something, Sergio. Rick, Sergio there? Rick. Yeah, can you hear me, Rick? That would be probably be a no. Okay. Okay, so, I'll tell you what. Before we go any further, I uh, have the Leilani. Uh, I'm going to hang up and have her call me back. I mean, this is going to be ridiculous. I can't hear it. Nobody can hear me. Okay, so um, I'm going to hang up and have uh, Leilani call me. Okay? okay, you got it. All right, thanks. All right, so Rick, go ahead and tell us where you at and what you're tell doing. Tell, tell, tell her not to answer. You got this, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that. Sergio, Rick said, "Don't bother calling back. We've got this." <laughs> okay, he said that, not me. So go ahead, Rick. <laughs> where, where you at? We're uh, we're waiting. To, we uh, went southwest last night. We are on a one day, so we weren't going to make it to the bank to go bluefin tuna fishing as. Everybody knows it's been really good bluefin tuna fishing all week long here. And uh, so we got a kelp. We're going to go hit here in a few minutes. We're going to see if we can catch some dorados. Right. And uh, hopefully go find find some more kelps with dorados and maybe some yellowfin tuna. Yeah, I was looking at your numbers. Wow. Uh, I, I need to get back out there. You know, Sergio's out fishing, and I was kind of like going, you know, I want to go someplace. But your book's solid, Rick, and I love it. It just, uh, when do you have your next opening? Um, we have some openings next month. Um, actually, I, I don't know. We had some trips with some openings, and I think uh, something's going to happen with those. <clears throat> so, but uh, it, we may be booked up till the end of the month now. Yeah, I, I haven't looked at the schedule in the last day or two. Yeah, I am. Um, uh, so you know, I, I, how many? Uh, so the Dorado are they're, they're back out and they're running good now, or? There was a kelp found yesterday with some Dorado on it. We're going to hit it this morning and see if it uh, is still holding Dorado today. Cool. And if there's any kelps around it, hopefully we can get it holding some Dorado. Well, I noticed that you got into the tuna again. So, you know, um, 
And once again, is it still uh, tell them what to bring uh, for every you know, even for Dorado? You know, what do you bring for Dorado? Um, for the Dorado, you just need like 30 pound cast and a, a big number two hook. You don't need fluorocarbon or any of that fancy stuff. Just a plain old hook, uh, 30 pound test, and uh, they don't care about the light line and stuff like that. So put your bait through the nose, throw it out, and get uh, hooked up. Um, for that bluefin, though, it's uh, 30 pound, 30 pound, 25 pound fluorocarbon. We're fishing smaller hooks like number two hooks. Uh, some of the guys are fishing number four hooks, and that's been working real good. It's anchored up on the uh, the tanner, so it's shallow water fishing, and a little bit of a little bit of bottom fish once in a while to go with it. Some yellowtail. We had a, one nice yellowtail the other day. But the yellowtail, the, the volume of yellowtail have moved off of the bank. That bluefin has moved in there, and uh, we're up in there real shallow. It's a lot of fun anchoring up and uh, sitting on the anchor all day catching fish. I know that's that, that is so fun. Um, you know, the last time we were out there was the calmest weather I've seen in quite a while, and uh, but you know, October's coming up, and the weather in October is just fantastic for fishing. <clears throat> and I was just looking at your schedule. You do your next opening is on the 20th of October, a week before our trip. So you guys get out there. The fishing's going to continue. I guarantee you. Yeah, hopefully that yellow fin will get in here. It sounds like I just got a report of some other stuff uh, down below. It's going to probably slide up here. So maybe tomorrow night we're going to go, to go or tonight, actually, we're on a Monday tonight. Tomorrow, I think we'll be down there looking at that. I don't think we're going to go out to the bank tomorrow. We'll go uh, see if we can find that stuff moving up down below. Yeah. Well, you know, I'd, I'd like to catch – I haven't caught a Dorado this year, so I know Sergio has, and uh, but – yeah, it's good to hear that they're around, and I, you know I can't wait for the yellowfin as well. So, um, so what else? Um, what, yeah. what should what should they bring for the tuna? For the tuna, the yellowfin. Um, if we can find them biting really good, you know they'll bite that thirty pound that number that two lot hook. Um, these ones we were on last week were a little finicky. We were fishing twenty, twenty-five, and uh, number four, number two hooks again, small hooks. They were they were acting like bluefin. So just be prepared, you know, um, if you're, if you're going to go look for uh, Dorado or Yellowfin, you want to bring that lighter line also. But also pretty much what's working on the bank will work here for the, the tuna. And, uh, of course, if you're going to the bank, you're always going to want to have that heavy rod. Um, right. We did not get out um, the last trip because of the weather to be able to go out and look at that, that big fish. And the current and the wind was blowing moving real fast so the guys weren't able to get down to the to the fish so we opted to uh hang on the bank till dark and then, then just come home so yeah um and, uh, yeah just be, be prepared cool um sergio can you hear rick no i can't hear rick okay uh so rick did you hear sergio i can, I can barely hear him he's real faint okay so morning sergio I'm barely. Good morning, Rick. Um, listen, just keep up the good fight. I'm, I'm following you on Facebook. You had some unbelievable fishing this week. Congratulations, my friend. I saw that you went south, apparently, for the uh, yellowfin tuna. Unfortunately, I couldn't uh, hear the report, so I'm assuming it was all good because I've been reading it's all good. So uh, keep up the good fight, and uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Right? Oh, no, uh, at the end of the month, right, right. Uh, Ron? Yeah, it's our October 27th. So. 
Oh, Rhonda, let yeah, him know that Rhonda know, said I, he better save her a, uh, a spot there. She, she said she's coming. Oh, did you hear Rick, did you hear that? <laughs> Rhonda threatened you. So. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Hey, Rick, uh, just reading the post here, it looks like you're looking for a deckhand and a second license. Uh, we actually have filled the second license. Okay. Um, we had, we, as of yesterday, we had the deckhand position overfilled. But today it sounds like we are looking for a deck again. So. Oh, very nice. <laughs> yes, we are still we are still looking for a deck again. Awesome. So if anyone's listening looking for a deck in, talk to Rick. Well, Rick, speaking of that, tell them how they get a hold of you. Um, you can log on to OceanOdysseyFishing.com if you want to look at the schedule. Or if you want to talk to Dina, just give her a call at 619 619- Outstanding. Uh, Anything else that you have for us, other uh, bits of wisdom that you always provide us on the trips? Um, That's about it. Um, The rest I'll fill in once you get here, and we're in that galley right right while we're loading bait, and I'll I'll fill you in on the rest of it. uh, Just come prepared. Like I said, um, fluorocarbon, definitely if you're going for the fluke in smaller hooks. Um, not so critical, but it does help a little bit on the, uh, the yellowfin and the uh, dorado. So. Cool. We're getting ready to roll up. Let's go up and roll up on this kelp here. Somewhere. Okay, well, I know how you are. Get 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 down there. Keep it up. Uh, you know, it's always a pleasure. Uh, what a great platform and a great boat and great crew. And you know, Dina, give it our love. Thank you. And we love you guys. And we will see you soon. Okay. Everybody have a great weekend, and look forward to talking to everybody next week. All right. Thank you, Rick. Captain Rick Scott of the Ocean Odyssey. Bye-bye. Okay. Now, can you, you can hear me fine, right? Oh, Ron? yeah. We can hear you. Um, okay. Excellent. Let me let I'm me bring up, that. real quick, let me bring up Oliver Solis. We'll go ahead and get Oliver. Okay. Let me see if I can hear Oliver. Okay. Oliver, say something. Good morning, Ron. I can hear Churchill just fine, but I know that when people are on the phone, Hello? Uh, the parties <laughs> hear each other. Okay, Sergio, he hears you, but you obviously you don't okay, hear so, him. Okay, so. So, so let me do this. What I'm going to do since uh, you guys have having problems with my line, so we'll just do this. Let me give you the report what's happening here in Van Warmer, and then what I'll do is I'll sign out and I'll follow you on on, on radio. Perfect. I mean, on the, uh, on the app, okay, because it makes no sense. Okay, so here's the deal. Um I'm here, I'm at Van Warmers, I'm at the Hotel Palmas at Cortez. You probably heard some noises in the background. Ron, you would not recognize this place. They are, I mean, they're working around the clock. Uh, they put in a new sushi restaurant right in front of uh, oh, oh, wait a minute now. <laughs> I'm flying out, I'm flying out in the morning. <laughs> yeah, Fresh. new sushi restaurant, we're going to cover that. The Bayview restaurant is under new management. Carlos Van Warmer, the son, Yayo's. A brother has taken over the management. The menu has changed. It is unbelievable. Rhonda is fixated on the Parmesan crusted French fries. I know you're a French fry oh, guy yourself. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I've been having the most amazing garlic roasted shrimp tacos. It's amazing. So uh, that was good. Um, the fishing. The fishing has been um, off and on. Okay, we, I guess we're just a lucky boat. Um, we haven't gotten to the Wahoo yet. I fished the first two days, and we got, uh, you know, uh, plenty of uh, Dorado, but they were on the smaller side. Size. Um, we got into some, uh, uh, what do you call it, what, what Chinango they call them here, and that is the, uh, the snapper. 
Okay, got into some Cabrilla, which I wanted to try. We got into some of those. Uh, we obviously got into the Roosters. Uh, you haven't seen the one I – John, I haven't posted John's photo yet. It was so good. And um, you know John when he films. You know, so I'm on a fish and he says, hey, bring it over here. Bring it over there. And I'm looking at him. He's got a 45, 50-pound uh, rooster. Okay, uh, and the goose is going to dictate pretty much what he wants to do, and I'm just going to hold him underwater so he can get some shots. You know how that goes. And so, you know, it was like, oh, we got him on the boat, got a picture, obviously released safely. And so I got hooked up again. I said, come here, John. And I, and I made him catch one. And then I said, well, hey, do the GoPro. Yeah, he understood. So um, extremely pound for pound, I think, between the Jack Craval and the roosters, and I know you, they're not table fair, but they're, if you're into the fight like I am, those two species, unbelievable. They call them toros, the Jack Craval. There's a reason they call them toros. I mean, they're bulls, okay? And uh, the first day we got some, you know, some normal size, and, and then we got into the bigger ones the following day. I posted one yesterday about that. Um, so the fish has been great, and of course, Rhonda uh, pulls up her first striped marlin. And I will, I will tell you this, no chair, Ron, no chair. Wow. Okay, she did it standing up with no belt, okay? And um, the, the, the captain said 150. I'm estimating it about 130. Okay, I don't need it there, but it's a, it's a very nice strike, Marlin. Uh, we caught it, um, released it safely as well. Um, excellent fight. She never gave up, never did a handoff. From the get-go, and she did on 30-pound cast. We wow. weren't looking for Marlin. We were looking for the tuna right. when this thing did her. So um, very, very <laughs> proud of her. About 40-minute fight, never flinched. She's got a really gnarly uh, bruise on her hand because, you know, she would she would twist the, the rod to the side, and then she'd go to, to crank. She moved her hand position on the handle, and it kept banging on the top. But in, during that adrenaline rush, she said she didn't even feel it. Okay, it happened later. So you've got a beautiful bruise. Almost imagine if I took your hand and hit you with a hammer, something like that. But, you know, she, she landed the fish. She's having a blast. Uh, we were joined here. Remember, this was supposed to be a fishers and men trip. And so since they canceled the shoe giveaway, a lot of the people that had the tickets decided to come here anyway. So we've uh, seen uh, Dave and Michelle Conklin here. Last night we had dinner with Holly, Harry, uh, Max and Randall so that was kind of nice to see we saw a few people from uh, New Balance Group, they, they came out here anyway, and this is something you're going to love, so I'm sitting there in the bar right next to the uh, the pool the girls were in the pool, so I was hanging at the bar and they have the TVs going, and I look up and there's our show that oh, was that's, cool. Cool. that's pretty cool that <laughs> <laughs> was really cool to see that, and um you know, um, extremely friendly. The, the, the service is impeccable. Uh, the, the amount of reinvestment that's happening to this hotel is something that really, I mean, get ready. Next okay. year is going to be uh, Music's okay. coming on, Sergio, so hang on just okay, a second. Okay, I'll hold on and I'll come okay. back to my share a few other things. All right, this is Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 830, KLAA. We'll be right back. Radio. AMA 30. 
Lytle Screen Printing in Huntington Beach, where quality and service are everything since 1989. Screen printing, embroidery, digital printing, Lytle does it all. Shop their extensive line of apparel and headwear or bring in your own for customization. A few embroidered shirts or thousands of printed t-shirts, Lytle has you covered. No order is too big or small. Mention Angler Chronicles and they will waive your setup fees for your first order. You can find them on the web at lysphb.com or call 714-969-2424. Lytle Screen Printing, where all your needs are met. Hello, I'm Chef Bree, head chef for Carne de Teresa, and it's my goal to make you a chef in your own kitchen. I've created the perfect and most delicious seasonings to go on top of our pollo asado and pollo adobado. And our Carne de Teresa salvadoreño sausage is perfect for breakfast or dinner. Carne de Teresa is always hand-cut, hand-seasoned, and hand-packed right here in Southern California. You can find our delicious Carne de Teresa products at your local Albertsons, Food for Less, Ralph's, and Smart and & Final. Let Carne de Teresa make you a chef in your own kitchen. Visit CarneDeTeresa.com for recipes and more. Remember, when fishing, practice CPR. Catch, photograph, and release, and always eat more Carne de Teresa. This is Teresa. Carne de Teresa is a proud sponsor of Angler Chronicles and Olive Crest. I can't wait to spend some quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM 830 KLAA. And we were talking with Sergio. Uh, go ahead and continue, my friend. All right, so uh, like I said, you know, beautiful then warmers. The weather is gorgeous. A little humid for my taste, but you know what? That's what the fish like. That's when they bite. Um, just uh, a really good stuff. A uh, couple of things that before I go, um, you guys are going to love this show. I'm telling you, you're going to love this show. Today we've got an excursion planned. We're going to go and check out some of the local flavor. Um, there's some caves here. There's a waterfall. Uh, we're going to do this. Uh, the point of this episode, and Andrew, I hope you're paying attention, okay, <laughs> is uh, a couple's getaway, dude. A Ooh. Getaway. Okay, so, you know, Rhonda and I are going to go see, uh, you know, maybe get on some horses and take the ATVs and uh, go investigate some of these caves if we can get to them. Uh, there's some famed caves here that apparently the indigenous people used to go in there. There's uh, drawings and all that stuff. We're going to see if we can get to them. Okay, uh, the hurricane that hit here about three or four weeks ago has a lot of water. This place is green, it's gorgeous, uh, but because of the high level of water, we may not be able to get to the far caves, but we'll go check it out and, and, and see that. Um, so it's just, you guys are going to be very, very pleased with this episode. Uh, you, it'll highlight the great fishing that's going on, the, the hotel, the restaurant, um, and, and I'm telling you, I mean, the way this thing is growing, it's just beautiful. Okay, so that, that's all good. The other thing I want to mention to everybody, Tuesday is Taco Tuesday at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Ron, make sure you mention one more time before the show is over. Okay, we want everybody to come out Tuesday. It's a Taco Tuesday. Guys, come on out. We've been cooped up in, in our homes during this COVID thing for a long time. It's time to get back together and, uh, and do something for the causes here. Uh, there's, there's a lot of need 
I see that the uh, hurricane hit here again. And, you know, um, a lot of places were underwater for, for several days. They lost electricity, everything. And, and poverty, like there is in a third world country, is like nothing but poverty that we're used to. So uh, please come out on Tuesday night, Michael Sports Club and Grill in Westminster, California. Uh, come out, help support. We'll do a raffle. And all the money, 100% of the, of the proceeds go to buy shoes for these people who are in need. So yep. uh, that's Taco Tuesday. Um, then um, how you doing on the Sun Fund? Are we good for the Sun Fund? Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah I'll get all of that. Yep. We will. Okay, perfect. You go, yeah, you, you both close up with all that. I just want to say um, I love you guys. I miss you, but not too much because I'm having a blast. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we know. And, you know, you know I, I wasn't – I was invited to uh, this, and now you're making me really feel bad that I didn't go. And I'll I'll take care of it. Ron, yeah, th- Ron, this was um, it was it was different than all the other trips. We couldn't find um, the tuna. What happened here? The first night I was here, I noticed that the moon was super bright, super full. I mean, bright. Okay, uh, where I could just I mean, you could see anything on the water. And the next morning, as we're getting bait. The sun was up and the moon was up full. And I went, hmm. So what, my experience, I might be wrong, but, you know, when you get a bright moon like that at night, it scatters the bait. Yep. And the bait is scattered, the fish are scattered. So we couldn't find a big, huge volume of tuna. We couldn't find a huge volume of anything on the surface. So I said, you know, but we did pick out some other, you know, some fish like that, some pelagic. One of the, the coolest thing was getting into the white bonita. That's a fish that we don't have back home. Um, think of the, you know, a very good-sized bonita, mm-hmm. but it's, they call them white. The meat is different, and apparently it makes amazing ceviche. Yeah. Okay, so that's that. And then um, one of the things we also did is uh, highlight, they took the cargo, the snapper that I, that I caught, and they cooked it, okay, here at the, the Bayview in a um, salt-encrusted shell. You wait until you see it. It's crazy. Eat, hey, I ate it. It was good. Okay, so meat and fish, that tells you something. Yeah. Okay, and we all really enjoyed it. So a lot of good stuff. Uh, yeah, 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 this is something I think what we ought to do is just, just get away ourselves. Okay, just make just make a trip out here. Okay, and, um, and just, just, uh, just come fishing. Okay, maybe we'll do uh, an Angler Chronicles crew trip. Okay, yeah, we, I, I know I know Tony and everybody else will be into that. I wonder if and, the bottom yeah, of the totem pole counts so, for that, too. Maybe. <laughs> well, I don't know. Yeah, six feet under the totem pole. Don't even think about the totem pole yet. You still got to climb your way up to the totem pole. You got to make it, oh, you gotta make it okay. to the foundation, Tony, dude. Tony, I don't think you're going to catch a 20-pound trout. Really? <laughs> at my, at, you at, never know. At Santa Ana River Lakes, well, it is possible. You never know. It is. And I can't believe, I can't believe me the saltwater guy okay i have one on tony and andrew okay i've got i've got a 27 pound rainbow a non-stocker of course if that was in argentina which is argentina. like argentina but but hey i caught it well you know what i'm gonna test i'm gonna drive to, <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna drive to argentina right now and mm-hmm. catch one just so yeah. you it's only seventeen thousand miles. It'll take you about thirty-seven no days problem. to get okay, that one. That's so, okay. But yeah. it's all it's all good. Can you imagine the trip down the way? Oh my god! Yeah. All right. But anyway, so everything's good. Um, miss you guys. I'll be back on Tuesday for Taco Tuesday. We should be good. Um, I can't think of anything right now other than um, I wish the lines would have worked. I would love to talk to both Ricks. I, I can't hear Steve, so 
Steve, uh, thanks, uh, buddy, for all you do. And I, I see you had a very good trip yourself. So, guys, Sergio, Bruce Wayne, I'm Batman, signing <laughs> off. And I'll see you guys on Tuesday. How's that? Okay. Hey, make sure you fill those tiny shoes today. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I, I almost, I almost, I was going to say uh, calling in a Sergio Littlefoot, but I figured, now nah, I better not, I better not. So, <laughs> so I, went, I went with Bruce Wayne, my alias. Okay. You okay. got it. All right, my brother. All you right. guys all be good. Have a safe one, and I'll see you guys on Tuesday. You got oh, yeah. it. Be safe. All right. Bye-bye. Well, you know, I, I, I wanted to say something to him. You know, uh, I know he's still listening, but it is so good that Rhonda did not get her selfish or Marlon stolen because Sergio stole her last one. Oh, oh, yeah. Really? It was hers. (laughs) Uh But um, she finally got it, and I can't wait to see the bruise on her hand. (laughs) And, you know, for somebody that's new to fishing, she has caught (laughs) a lot of different species here in a very short time. So, But anyways, I want to say good morning to a few people. Um, Once again, Cliff, we love you. Jeff, Don, Southern, see you later. Mike Howell, see you later. Mike, Mike, Mike Blue, we miss you. Everybody listening at Tempe Stadium today. Uh, Paul, Mike Marsh, John, and Ron. You know what happens when you have a couple of Rons? You have more Rons. So, but I'm bump. Okay, so, but anyways, uh, and I want to, a new listener all the way from Idaho. Oh. Marguerite. Good morning. Marguerite. Uh, yeah, a friend of mine uh, says his wife, uh, for whatever reason, on a Tuesday afternoon turned on and watched our show. And uh, now she's hooked on it, which that's a pun. But, um, yeah, and I just want to say um, thank you to all 12 of you for listening every week. So, uh, uh, Steve, I know that we cut you short. He had two trips, and I want to get back into fishing, but I want Oliver to join in here. Good morning, Oliver, because... On some of the stuff, I want to make sure we're matching up rods with reels and so on. And you got the two best guys to do that, and Steve and, and Oliver. Well, the, the, let me make my earlier point uh, that we were talking about, just so that I, I can uh, uh, have that closed in my mind. Uh, Rick brought up the Rick Effinger brought up a very good point. If you, even if you never fish on the party boat, even if you have your own boat and you wish those party boats would just be gone. There's a huge amount of sport fishing infrastructure that everyone benefits from due to the party boats. And the main one is the, the live bait operation. I'm getting a little feedback there, Ron. Somebody, hey, somebody turn your radio off. What it is is you're hearing your own self on the radio. So, anyways, go ahead, Steve. Okay, okay yeah. So, so the live bait operations really are are financed by the party boats uh, because they you know they're steady predictable amount of income so that they can keep their uh, their operation going the uh, the uh, small boaters benefit from the fact that live bait operations are there to service the party boats if the party boats are put out of business which this will definitely do you'll have about a 90 percent reduction in the party boats uh, there's a very good chance that most of the live bait operations will cease to exist. Uh, you're so, right. <clears throat> well, to, to add on the top also, of that. Ron, uh, let, me, let, me, let me also add, Ron, I've dealt with various agencies in the state of California and people that think that California cares one tiny bit about people fishing 
or even the money that they get, the, pit, the pitiable amount of money that they get from fishing licenses. Trust me, I've been on the inside on enough different different uh, issues. They do not care yep. at all. Well, I understand that. I know for a fact that some of that money that are supposed to go for the outdoors and all this stuff or for the fishing license are uh, routed elsewhere. So that they don't care, and you're absolutely 100%. And the other bad thing is is if they don't have that little bit of money that we're getting for the million-plus licenses sold, that means they're going to raise your taxes. So, mm. hey. Steve, well, go ahead. But anyway, so, so on a more, <laughs> on a more uh, exciting uh, point of view, there's there's a lot of bluefin tuna out there, and uh, no particular sign that they um, are going to go south. And in fact, um, the last couple of days, way up north, almost in San Francisco, in the Monterey Santa Cruz area, the bluefin tuna fishing has been excellent. Now you don't have a lot of boats uh, set up to do it, and speaking of live bait, you don't have much of a live bait operation up there, so takes a little bit of uh, 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 creative thinking to, to get the bluefin. What people are doing is they are catching mackerel however however they can and uh, slow trolling them, um, uh, you know, 50 to 100 feet down with a rubber band rig that, that we're all familiar with. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they haven't got any 200-pounders up there, but they're getting a lot of the, you know, what we would call the school size, 50 to 75, maybe 90-pounders. And uh, there, there are even some smaller bluefin being caught as far north as Westport, Washington. So yeah. when the bluefin are spread out like that, uh, all up and down the coast, that's a pretty good indicator that we're going to have them here in our area for, you know, uh, uh, at least as long as they've been the last couple of years, which has been until mid-December and Really, I mean, the, the fish have, have hung around all year round. They're just not necessarily always biting during the, the months of January and February. So pretty exciting stuff. And, and you know, um, I did that, that uh, Warriors on the Water trip on the Liberty this, this week, and we were just trying to get the boat bit. We didn't care what we caught. It didn't have to be giant fish. And, and I was really thinking that, it was amazing fishing that we were experiencing at the Coronado Islands, and there was not a, a single other boat there at the Coronado Islands. Um, and if, if that kind of fishing was available out of, you know, Newport or Long Beach or, or Marina del Rey, the boats would be packed because we had wide-open fishing on just a, an unbelievable-sized bonita, they were averaging about eight pounds, and there were a number of them over ten. And pretty much every cast type action on the on the calicos, from you know sub legal to maybe uh, we didn't catch a lot of calicos over about maybe four pounds, but lots and lots of of legal ones, and uh, you know just a good assortment of other fish. So fishing that's that good was just being ignored. Well, that that tells you how good we've got it off our coast right now. I, I know, Steve. It's it. <clears throat> everything is out there. Everything. So you know, you have the Dorado moving in now. You have the yellowfin moving around. You've had the bluefin now. They've really never gone away. Um, this whole year, it's just getting them to bite. Which right now, they're biting. Right now, we got to go to break. So this is 
Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio M830 KLAA. We'll be right back. Angels Radio AM830. Looking for something to do today? Come check out what's new at Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Michael's was voted Orange County's best sports bar. Whether it's sports, drinks, games, or food, Michael's has something for everybody. And don't forget the wings that Michael is famous for. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill, 15192 Golden West Street, Westminster, California. Just south of the 405 freeway. Michael's Sports Pub and Grill. Don't blink on the sink with the original hookup baits. With their patented design, the original hookup baits are built in the USA using only the highest quality of materials and owner hooks. After years of research and development, the original hookup baits have captured the profile and lifelike action causing fish to bite, whether it's in salt water or fresh water, jigging or trolling. Go to hookupbaits.com or participating tackle shops and get yours today. Remember, don't blink on the sink and practice catch, photograph and release. He's not just my fishing buddy. After 30 years, he's a brother, and I'd sure hate to lose him. His bass boat's got nothing to do with it. So I make sure both of us wear a life jacket. Save the ones you love, even if they don't own a fancy boat. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Angels Radio. AM 830. All right, everybody, welcome back to... Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio AM 830 KLAA, and we're not at the Casbah, but we are rocking fishing right now. Oliver, <laughs> you have been so quiet. Did you fall asleep? <laughs> you know, you, being my usual self, feeling myself out, enjoying the show. He's got so much great info. So I know. Go uh, ahead and fill us in on a couple of new things that you got going on real quick. Well, listen, you know, we uh, have the rocks available in San Diego. H&M Landing is now carrying our lineup. Uh, so, guys in San Diego, you can now go to H&M. We'll see Nate or Connor or any of the guys in the tattoo shop. You can pick up your FS rods there now. Cool. Uh, Very working nice. on a whole bunch of new stuff. Uh, there will be some surprises coming up here in, in the next week. So, hang tight. Stand by. You'll, you'll, you'll hear about the new FS uh, product. Wow. Do I get to hear about it first or...? <laughs> I've a, yeah. well, you're, you're, you already you already have some samples. I, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. Uh, I was just I'm trying to be like Sergio because I, I you know he always wants you're to trying, be first. With you're this trying stuff. to let the cat out of the bag too soon. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I know. So, um, anyways, and by uh, the way, by the way, tell Sergio he's not a teenager and stop living our dreams. <laughs> oh, that's true, huh? Yeah. That's a, well. So, um, with the with the new. With the new equipment that you have, um, you always have to pair them up. So I know you don't want to let the cat out of the bag, really, but what reels are you looking for for your new lineup? You know, um, I'm a big fan of the Fathom Force 25. Me too. Narrow reel for you to for you to either fish bait or cast a, a jig with 40 pounds. Uh, also like my um, accurate Valiant. Five and six hundred. Um, you know, I understand most people want want to fish a, a Trinidad. Uh, the only concern I have with the Trinidad is that high speed. Um, that's great for the East Coast, but not necessarily the best for the West Coast. Um, 
just our fisheries are a little different. And so I would definitely stick to these uh, torch or fathom, uh, the entire lineup, or the um, accurate values or turns. Yeah. And then there'll be, there'll be rods and tackle to match, match out to those, to those reels here very, very soon. Yeah, that's a, that, that's true. I I was privileged to get to fish with the new turn twos at Cedros, and you guys wait. They're pretty amazing, uh, especially with the people that have trouble casting. These are fantastic for you. They uh, prevent uh, backlash, so it's pretty cool. Uh, there's a lot of new stuff coming. Steve, what uh, what couple of reels do you recommend? Well, if you're talking about for your 40-pound rig, yeah, the, the 25N size pen is by far the most popular. Uh, it's somewhat narrow, and in some cases, you want to hold a, uh, maybe a little bit more line. And then the 30 size is pretty much the same thing, just a smidgen wider, so you get about 100 extra yards of line on there if you want them. Um, uh, again, the Fathom, the Fathom series is super popular because of the, the price point. There just is not a, a reel at that same price that's anywhere near as good. But it's interesting, just lately, and uh, I'm not sure how, where people are getting all this money from, but okay, they have it. And if your budget is a little bit more open, shall we say, um, I've talked to a number of people that have bought the Torque side, the Torque series, 25 narrow or 30s, and they kind of come up to me sideways, kind of like it's a secret. They're like, Steve, I got this Torque. It's the best reel I've ever owned. I'm like, yeah, I know. Oh, I can't believe how good it is. I said, I told you. Yeah, but you didn't tell me how good, how really good it was. I'm like, yes, I did. You were listening. <laughs> and um, so, you know, I, far be it for me to tell, to tell anybody they have to spend, you know, over $500 on a reel. That's, you know, that, that's purely up to you and maybe your significant other. And if you can't do it, then get a fathom. You will absolutely love it. But uh, if, if if it's in the in the budget, look at the torques. Trust me on that. Yeah, you know, um, you know, to match to match everything up is really important. And you know what? If if you're gonna if you're fishing a lot, it makes all the sense in the world to go out and spend the money for good equipment. And there's a lot of good equipment out there that is cheaper. But you know, if you're gonna fish a lot, they don't hold up like the new stuff. And and uh, they're lighter. They're they're stronger. You can cast. The, you can do a lot of things that you couldn't do with the older stuff. And and you know I've been privileged to uh, fish a lot of new stuff. You know thanks to Sergio and Ben and Steve. Um, you know, get out there and 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 do your due diligence. Look at the stuff. Try the stuff. And and or you know go on Steve's you know, Penn Fishing University or make an Angler Chronicles uh, trip. You know on the a- AC schools. You know you go to our website. Yeah, you could see in that in that picture that I put up on Friends of Angler Chronicles. Of, I guess I guess Logan Flaxington is out fishing today, yep. <laughs> so good for him. He didn't call in, but you'll see the picture of him with that 158 pound blue cantuna that he dragged in backwards. <laughs> um, you could really it was just an amazing thing to watch. Yep. Um, he, you could see he's holding uh, one of my Lono outfits, which is a, in in that case because we knew what we were fishing for. He's got a Penn International 12 BISX. Um, if you're not going out after after the bigger bluefin tuna, you don't need to get an international. Uh, but if you are, you do. And, and I talk to people all the time that say, well, 
I don't really want to catch it. I don't really, really want to catch one of those hundred pounders or, or one of those hundred fifty pounders. If you're out there, you don't have a choice. Your bait's in the water. <laughs> Once winds by, it's gonna bite. Yep. And there's there's nothing worse than seeing somebody that's fished all their life and now they've got the biggest fish of their life on, and it's gonna be you know maybe a lifetime achievement, and they. You know, they went a little bit thrifty on the line or on the rod, or maybe they were a little hasty tying on the hook, and they fight the fish for an hour and it gets away. Yeah. And they could and they could have had it. So what, what is a, that worth? What is that worth to have that fish? A- absolutely, and that's what I you know keep telling you. Make sure you're prepared for everything. And Steve, what what pound test did he have? Did you say? Uh, that was one of my 80-pound test rigs. Oh, okay, so he had the line. And, uh, believe me, a six, he probably would not have caught that yeah. fish had it been a 60-pound rig. That's, that's how brutal that fish was fighting. Yeah, I'll bet. Um, okay, guys, look, um, we're, we're running up against time, and there's a couple of announcements we got to make here. Uh, there's some things that we really need to. So, Steve, anything else that you have real quick? Uh, yeah, I've got uh, two spots just opened up on my uh, – eight-day American Angler Pan Fishing University trip leaving on October 9th. Uh, I put the information up on the uh, Friends of Angler Chronicles Facebook page or just get a hold of the American Angler. Uh, That is the ultimate trip I do every year. That is the pinnacle of my fishing year. That's that's cool. Guys, you want a chance to fish with Steve, and I'm telling you it'll be worth your while and try new gear, get out there. Okay, Oliver, anything real quick? Go out there, have some fun. Well, that was great. <laughs> Simple. Awesome. Okay, Simple. guys, we got a couple of things that are coming up. We have the uh, October 16th, we have the Mile Square Park Kids event. Uh, Tony needs volunteers, and as always, you know, all the clubs out there, Harbor, um, uh, oh, my gosh, Casey Anglers, um, Team 57, 57 Team Cal Sport, um, South Cal. SoCal Fishing, all the groups out there. So you know, give us a call, give Tony a call. As usually, we can't. As usual, we can't do it without you. Then October 10th, we have a night, a uh, uh, twilight trip aboard the Western Pride, and we're going to make this a rock and roll trip. So if you want to go out Ooh, there and just have a good time, nice. we are going to extend the hour one hour. So we'll get back sometime around 1:30 in the morning. Uh, but it will be fun. You imagine being out there on a boat in the middle of darkness everywhere yeah. and the rock and roll is playing. <laughs> Secondly, we have a trip coming up uh, Wednesday aboard the uh, Sump Fun, and I do have four spots available. Give us a call because, you know, it's always great to get out there with everybody and meet new friends. And thirdly, uh, Andrew, you got anything? Yep, October 2nd, a week from today, lobster season starts. Right. There you go. Uh, 6 a.m. 6 a.m. on Saturday. 6 a.m. on Saturday. Are you going to go out opening night? Uh, I will be coming back from Yellowstone on my honeymoon. That's oh, right. That was the I last thing I was going to. <laughs> Everybody, give Andrew a big uh, either you can say dun dun dun, dun or you can give him a congratulations. Andrew is getting married today and he do still don't do managed it. to come into the show. Or do yeah. it. Or what about uh, the Jaws theme? Dun, 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 yeah, something dun, like that. Okay. But yeah, lobster <laughs> season is good. Get geared up. Turner's is having their seminar series. They just a big shout out to Gil Hernandez, who was in Lake Forest the other day at Turner's. And uh, Tanner Worthington, who's uh, doing the seminar at Norwalk, 
Turners. Uh, this season is going to be great. Go out, get your Promar gear, get your line, get your Bidon attractants. We've got the lobster and the lobster pads. And uh, the, that has been an absolute hot item. I can't even keep them on the shelves. All the stores are stocked up. I know and you Turners were out there the other day. Turners just got a massive order. Nice. I'll be going out with uh, Breakwall Fishing, Kevin, and the charters uh, that they do on opening night. So me and Melina are going to go and hopefully catch some uh, a couple affairs of dinner. Save me a couple. Perfect. We'll save you a couple. <laughs> okay. A couple on my plate. <laughs> okay, guys. Look, uh, remember, you can't fish before 6 a.m. 6 a.m. Yep. 6 a.m. And make sure you get your new licenses. Oh, yeah, lobster cards, and make lobster, sure everyone lobster, has a lobster, lobster gauge card. as well. Yeah. He, every angler has to have a lobster gauge on the boat. Right, and same thing. LP Fishing has uh, great lobster ca- gauges, gauges, so you got to remember it's three and one-fourth inch from the from the middle of the eye to the back of the uh, carapace there. Okay. So, with all that being said, savefishing.com, folks. Nobody else to blame but yourself if you don't do anything about it. Uh, get out there and support uh all the local companies that represent us, uh, Taco Tuesday is next week, <laughs> and we are going to have fun. And Holly, Randall, nice Marlin. Oh, yeah. Big shout-out. Big shout-out to you guys. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening to Angler Chronicles on Angels Radio, AM830, KLAA. We're out. This week, it's time to truck on out of the city and get outside in God's country. We'll see you next week on Angler Chronicles.